Let's say I have a Rails application and I want to add something like a chat to it. Well, you can see I have a chat partially made right here where I can just type in a message like hello world and then it instantly gets added to our chat window up here through some Ajax. But what happens when we add another chat client? Well, like this for example, here I have two chat windows open and when I type a message in one of them, it only gets added to this one chat window. What I would like is some kind of push notification uh, so that any other clients um, get notified that there's a new message and then display it. There are several solutions to this problem, but before I get into that, let's first dive into the code on what I have so far in this chat application. What I have so far is a very simple Ajax form, so I'm going to go through it pretty quickly. But if you aren't familiar with this, I recommend you check out episode 136, which is on jQuery. Anyway, I am using jQuery here, so I'm using the jQuery Rails gem to get it set up in Rails 3. And then in my main page here, which contains the chat window, I have a list, which is a chat ID, and I'm just rendering all the messages in that. It's rendering a message partial for each message. And then I have a form here, and I'm using remote is true, so it's going to submit this form through Ajax. And then in my messages controller, which just gets submitted to the create action, I'm just creating a new message, not worrying about validations for now. And then that has a template for JavaScript, createjs.erb, which is just going to append a new message to our chat list there, and then reset our form. Very simple Ajax going on here. So really our goal is to change this line right here so that this bit of JavaScript gets broadcast to all the clients so that that message ends up on each of the clients. So how do we do this? Well, the truth is Rails is terrible at handling asynchronous events like this because you can't really just keep a socket connection open to a Rails app. So you might think of switching web frameworks entirely just for this little problem. There's many other frameworks such as Node.js with Socket.io, or if you wanna stick with Ruby, there's the Cramp web framework. There's also Async Sinatra, and there's even the new Goliath web framework which all of these are really awesome solutions, but I'm not really looking for a new web framework here. It would be nice if we could continue to use Rails for all of our application logic and just have the benefits of some kind of asynchronous event handling and publishing and subscribing when we need them. And this is where Faye comes in. This is a general server to handle publishing and subscribing asynchronously. So we can use this right alongside our Rails application and only call on it when we need the specific functionality. Now there's two variations of this. There's a Node.js server and a Ruby server, and you could really choose whichever one you're most comfortable with because they both speak the exact same protocol. So we're going to go with a Ruby server here, and here's some instructions. So let's dive in and get this set up. First, we need to install the gem with gem install fay command, and then we need to make a rackup file for this. I'm just going to call it fay.ru in the root of my Rails app. So inside of here, we'll just require fay and then make a new rack application using this line of code. And this is just straight out of the documentation they provide. And then we'll just run that fay server here, just like that. And so that's a fully working rack app. And then to launch the fay server, you just call rackup, pass it the fay.ru file, and it's designed to work in using the thin server in production mode. So just pass these two options to get that all working. And then there we go, it starts the Fay application and in port 9292. 
Now the server comes with a JavaScript file. So if we go to localhost 9292/fay.js, that's our mount extension, and .js, it'll give us a JavaScript file which we need to include into the browser so that Fay works there. And inside of my layouts file, I'll update the JavaScript include tag statement here to include that JavaScript file. And you'll want to update the uh, URL here, of course, in production so that it points to the right server. Now the face site includes documentation for how to use this in the browser. If you check out the browser client section, you can see it tells you to include that JavaScript file, which we've done already. And then here's how you make a new client. So let's do this inside of our application.js file. So here's that application.js file. And let's first make sure our DOM is loaded. And then inside of here, what we want to do is just make a new Fay client. Let's actually just call it Fay. And we want to connect to port 9292. And of course, you'll want to change this again in production. And from here, what you can do is subscribe to any channel you want. Now, you'll likely want to make this dependent on which page the user is currently on. But here, I just have one page in this application, so I can keep it simple and just call fay.subscribe and then pass in the name of any channel I want to subscribe to. So let's make a new channel called messages slash new. And then the second argument is a callback function, which takes a message, or actually let's just call it data parameter. And then let's just alert to this data parameter. So this function will be triggered when uh, a message is received on that channel. Now let's give this a try by going to our Rails application now. So it loaded up the JavaScript, which is listening on that channel. And then we can try triggering this manually by sending a curl command. So we can do curl to our um, local host 9292 slash server. And then inside of here, it has to have uh, some data, some post data, which is a certain format. In this case, this message equals, and then some JSON. And this JSON needs to include a channel, which is our slash messages slash new. And then it also needs to include a data attribute, which can be anything you want. So let's say hello, and just like that. So when I submitted that, I instantly got this in the browser, which is an alert message with the data that I sent through the curl command. So this means we can send notifications through our Rails app by simply sending a post request to Faye. So going back to the create.js file in our Rails application where I'm appending the chat message, it would be great if there was some easy way to just broadcast this message to Faye so it sends it to all the clients and then they can evaluate this JavaScript. Well, what I'm thinking is it'd be nice if there was some kind of method we can call, maybe called broadcast, and then it could take a message uh, channel parameter such as messages slash new and then take a block and then whatever is passed into the block ends up being broadcasted to all those channels so going to our application helper file we can make that broadcast method which takes a channel and a block and then what we really want to do our end goal is to submit an http post request using that http um, call post form, and then we want to submit, send to the RFA URI, and submit some message data inside of here. So it needs to be converted to JSON. So we need a URI, which is going to be URI.parse, our FAY URL, which is 9292 slash and then um, our message needs to be set to channel, 
is that channel passed in here. This is very similar to what we did in the curl request. And our data is going to be the captured version of that block. And that's it. So that'll basically mimic that curl request we did using NetHttp. Now, because we're using NetHttp here, uh, we need to require it because it's not required inside of Rails. So for custom libraries like this, I like to require it inside the application.rb file under the config directory. We'll just say require NetHttp. There we go. So let's give this a try by going back to our application here and typing in a chat message, hit send. And once we do that, it broadcasts that message back to us through Fay. And notice it appears in an alert message containing the JavaScript, which we'll need to end up evaluating to add the chat message. And once we click OK, it, our chat message disappears because it evaluates the AJAX response as well. So to get this working, we just change our alert message to eval to evaluate the data which is returned through Fay. Now let's try this again with two chat windows open again, like I had earlier in this episode. And now when I type in a message, click send, it now updates instantly on both windows because they're both subscribed to the channel through Fay. I really like this solution because now once this is all set up, you can take any AJAX request and then broadcast any additional JavaScript out to all the clients using this simple broadcast block. But if you prefer to work with JSON instead of executing JavaScript like this on the client side, um, that's fine too. You can just use the, a similar broadcast approach like this and just send JSON back to the client instead of JavaScript that's evaluated. Either way works. Now before I go, there's one major issue I want to address, and that is of security. Like I showed you earlier, it's possible for anyone to trigger a message sending through Faye using curl. And anyone could do this and evaluate any JavaScript they want on all the clients that are listening. Not very secure. Now you can solve this through Faye using what's called extensions. Now I'll go through it quickly here, but you can refer to the documentation for more details. Basically, you just need to create a class and then have it take a method, either incoming or outgoing, and add errors if it doesn't match something that you want. And you can add that class instance as an extension to the phase server uh, in the rackup file. If so for example here, what we could do is make a token that is shared between our rackup file, our phase server, and our Rails application. And that way you can check to make sure that token matches before um, accepting any messages. So instead of our Rails file, we can add an initializer file. Uh, let's call it fadetoken.rb. And this is a file you don't want to include in your Git repository so that it's unique for each uh, system you use it on. And here we can just set it to a constant such as token, and it could be anything you want. And then we can update our broadcast method so that it sends this token to Faye in, inside the message here. Now extension data should be included in an ext area inside the message. And inside of here, we can just say something like auth token equals our Faye token that we set inside of our initializer. And then finally, I just need to go to the Faye rackup file and add an extension here for handling the authentication. I'll just paste in some code which does this. So the first thing here is I load up the fade token initializer file inside of here so we have access to it. And then I create a new class called server auth with an incoming method. This is gonna be the extension. So what I do inside of here is first I make sure that the channel doesn't start with the 
praise Meta because this is something Faye uses internally and I don't want to authenticate any of the Meta channels. And then next I just check if the auth to message's auth token matches the Faye token we send in. And if it doesn't match, I'll just say an error message saying invalid authentication token. And then we just go back to our callback here. And so it won't let through messages which have an error clause in them. And then I just need to add this extension going to down here where our face server is, call add extension, and then pass in our server auth instance. And there we go, that's all there is to make an extension which checks that authentication token. So now with everything restarted, if we try to submit this curl command again, we now get a bad request because we're no longer authenticated. But our Rails app itself, well, when we send messages, it still works because it's properly handling the authentication. So that's it for this episode on using Faye. I think it's a really nice solution for handling push notifications without having to change web frameworks entirely. We can keep everything, all the logic inside of Rails and still use uh, the benefits of push notification. Now, if you aren't interested in managing the Faye server, you might wanna consider using this alternative service called Pusher which is a really nice solution, is a very similar concept, but they handle all the event server for you. And um, it has some additional nice features too. They're not paying me to say this, but I do recommend you check them out if you're interested in this kind of thing.